Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and I am going to be your dream coach. I believe that you came into this world with a dream, by a dream, and because of a dream of the source of all, your father. And you came into this realm on purpose, on time, to fulfill a purpose, on purpose. And so how do we live out the maximum potential of the God-given dream is why we have this podcast called Wake Up Into Your Dream. And so I've been just doing a series on prayer and I've been doing several different series. I did a a nine-part series on the prophetic, I think, and then like a 10 or 11-part series on Revelation. And I want to start off this new series. And actually, I kind of started off last week as I did the interview with Isaac Petrie. And if you did not hear that one, I've heard people say that's the best podcast of all 77. So you might want to avail yourself of that. But um, I want to talk to you and really get our focus in this season because there are a lot of things trying to gain your attention. There's a lot of distractions happening right now. And and I'm here to say it's okay to stay in your lane. It's okay to not being praying for, you know, this situation or that situation 24-7, that you're not a bad person because you don't call you're not called to um, you know, the inner city, or you're not called to a foreign nation, that you're called to pick up your hammer and go to work every day. And and so how do you stay focused in the midst of everything that is pulling on you? Man of God, I speak to you right now. Woman of God, I speak to you right now. Hear the word of the Lord. It's okay to stay in your lane. Matter of fact, you are the best and the world is around you will be doing its best when you are actually staying in the calling, in the election, fulfilling your purpose in living out the dream of God. So there are many people that are called to go into foreign nations and, and live in the inner city and and in, in poverty, in the midst of poverty, but you don't have to stay there. You can bring the kingdom of God wherever you go. You are a portable portal for the glory of God, and it does not matter where you're going, it matters what you're preaching. The Bible says, go into all the world. The Great Commission is, go into all the world and preach the kingdom of God. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the disease, and cast out devils. This is your mandate. The emphasis, once again, ladies and gentlemen, is not on you going. It's not so much on where I'm going. It's as I go. Like, if you're a judge... You, you're a portable portal for the glory of God. If you're a lawyer, you're a portable portal for the glory of God. If, if you're a mechanic, you're a portable portal for the glory of God. If you're a preacher, my God, please, can you just be a portable portal for the glory of God? And can we just within our spheres of influence stay focused on what God is calling us to do so that we will not 
miss the harvest that he has for us. We all live in different worlds. We live on the planet Earth, but we are living in different worlds. There are different, you know, spheres of influence that you have that I do not have. There are certain metrons of ministry and favor that you have with people that I do not have. You have a certain location that you're living within where you can be the dominant force. You need to know that you are a principality and power of light. That you're not so focused about the principality and power of darkness. You're not so focused about what the enemy is doing. You're not so focused about what is happening all around you and all the other people's decisions that are being made. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to turn on the light. You are light. And you need to turn on the light in your spheres of influence and in your metron of ministry. And as you do, the kingdom of God is coming. So I'm doing this series called The Ascended Life, Living the Ascended Life. So what is it about the ascension that happened with Jesus? What is so important about him ascending? And why is it important that I live that ascended life? Well, I want to tell you, at your conversion, when the, when you had the revelation about the Word of God and about the teachings of Jesus Christ and how you need to get saved and that you can get saved, that God sent His only begotten Son, that whomsoever should believe in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you believe on Him, guess what? You were born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You were saved because you heard a preacher preach something. You were saved because you got revelation from the word. You did not see Jesus unless, of course, he showed you uh, uh, um, the manifestation of the uh, in the spiritual realm and took you back in time and showed you him on the cross and then he led you through to him being buried for three days and then he led you to him coming out of the tomb out of the encasement of the circumstance that says death has won again and he walked out of that place and then after 40 days he ascended after his resurrection. I want to operate in resurrection power. Somebody say resurrection power. I receive my resurrection power. Yeah, resurrection power is so important, but it's all for one thing so that we can live the ascended life because not only did we die with him, but not only were we resurrected with him, we were also ascended with him. And that's why the Bible says that you are seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness. That's why it says that you're seated at the right hand of the glory of God. That is why it says that you become one with the spirit of the living God, that you have become one with the creator of the universe. You are now part of God himself. Selah. Yes, I'm pausing and reflecting right now because you need to understand you're no longer just the second most powerful created being that there ever was. You're no longer just underneath Elohim, according to the scriptures where the Bible says, who is manful that you're, who, who is, who is a man that you are mindful of him? 
that you made him just below yourself. You made him just below Elohim. I know the King James Version says just below the angels, but that was a miscommunication and that was a a, a wrong interpretation of that actual Hebrew word. That Hebrew word was not angel. That Hebrew word is actually... Uh, the Hebrew word where is the pluralization of God, Elohim. This is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are made. When we were made, when Adam was made in the image and according to the likeness of God, he was made the crowning glory of all of God's creation. That who is who man is. So when you got born again, you are not just brought back to the original state of Adam where you're the second most powerful person in, in all of creation in the crown and glory of all of all of his creation. You didn't just get brought back to the garden. It's not about you going back to the garden. It's about you going back to the garden and then taking a quantum leap forward into being one with the creator of the universe. You got upgraded. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm changing your perspective. You need to understand what it is to live the ascended life. What is, what rules, what regulations, what, what privileges do we have now that we have become one and a co-heir? Somebody say co-heir out there. Co-heir with Christ Jesus. He, I have now become the many brethren of the firstborn, and his name was Jesus Christ. Come on now, hear the word of the Lord. You are now upgraded to being a co-heir with Christ Jesus. You are no longer made underneath. You are now translated into the royal race. When you got born again, you Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the love of his son. Come on now. You need to understand that you're not sitting on another throne. You're sitting on the throne. <laughs> You're sitting right in the creative power of an almighty God. When he ascended, you ascended. When you got born again, you went through burial, resurrection, and ascension. So what is it to live and how do you live the ascended life? So you have to understand, and I've been, I've been going through this, and I'm going to take my time with this a little bit today, and that you need to understand that you are essentially, you are a spirit. You live in a body, and you possess a soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your spirit at your born-again experience, when you were born again because of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God, which lives and abides forever, that you saw that the, the blood that Jesus shed, that through one man, unrighteousness came into the world. His name was Adam. But through the last Adam, righteousness entered back in. Through one man, we lost everything. Well, not really, but it really seems like it because we lost communication. Our Shema was broken. Our ability to communicate with the Creator was, was hindered. But through one man, the last Adam, his name is Jesus Christ, who was the, when he got 
resurrected from the dead. He was the firstborn of many brethren, and he is the uh, the prototype, and he is the example, and he is the firstborn of many brethren. And when we got born again, our spirits became one with the spirit of the living God. I'm one with the creator of the universe. This is what is so important. This is how we as spiritual beings, as spirits, we we live in a body. We possess a soul. But our spirits, this is how we live from our righteousness. See, I live from my righteousness. I live from my victory. I live from my uh, position in my ascended life. See, I'm not trying to do things so that I can become righteous. I'm not trying to live holy so I can become righteous. I am starting with my righteousness. I am starting with my victory. I am starting with an A++ every morning when I wake up. Come on. Can you, do you hear what I'm saying? Your spirit is born again. Your spirit is already in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Who lives on the inside of you? Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. Not only does Holy Spirit live on the inside of you, you have become one with that very same spirit. And this is what makes you able to be perfect. So I'm not perfect. No, you are being, you are perfect and you're being perfected and you will be unto perfection. Because your spirit is saved right now to the uttermost. Your soul is being saved. And that's what we're dealing with. This is the whole, how do I live the ascended life? How do I live that life that is actually on earth as it is in heaven? This is what we're dealing with. Write this down if you can. Your perception is your reality. Your perspectives will give you your perceptions and your perceptions will and are your reality. You are not living beyond your perceptions because you're not living uh, with this, with the potential of a godly perspective. It's all about your perspective and what you see, because if you can see it, you can have it. If you can't see it, you can't have it. I'm going to be talking about all of this. I'm going to be talking about your sanctified imagination. I'm going to be talking about casting down vain imaginations. I'm going to be talking about what has your your attention. Is the 24-hour news networks, do they have your attention 24-7? Are you listening to the prophets of doom? I, I'm sorry to tell you, but you cannot trust everything that comes over the idiot box. You cannot trust everything that that you listen to on the radio. Unfortunately, most news organizations want to be accepted. Most news organizations want to be in the know. So there is a lot of compromising that happens so that they will get the news story. But then there has to be, it's like, hmm. Ah, ah, Lord, help me, Jesus. It seems like, see, our, I'm just going to say in Canada, it seems like our news agencies are in the back pocket of government. 
And I'm not saying they're not they're not repo- reporting some of the truth some of the time, but there seems to be a skew when you see when you're hearing what the government is just about to announce all the time. And and you need to understand that that they're not the word that you're looking for. What is the word of the Lord? What is what is the truth about the situation? See, First John two twenty says that you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Or you, another translation is, you know the truth. You can know the truth. You can be listening, but this is you have to spend time understanding the voice of the Father. You must spend time understanding the atmosphere in the presence of Holy Spirit. You must spend time in the Word of God and recalibrating your mind and recalibrating the synapses, the neurogula, the neurons, so that your mind is firing and the template of your mind is able to be placed over things because your mind has been trained by the word of God. The word of God must be our standard in which we are getting our training. But you have an anointing. You have Holy Spirit. You have the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So you can know what you need to know at the time that you need to know it if you are listening to what Holy Spirit is saying, and you have retrained your mind according to the word of God. So your spirit is the save to the uttermost, but I'm on a fast track with you to get your soul aligned with your spirit. And how do you do that? In the beginning was the word. First John chapter one, verses one through three. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by a Word. So, words are what we begin to take the substance of light. See, everything is made up out of vibrating filaments of light. When you boil down DNA to its lowest common denominator, you will see a vibrating filament of light. This is why the Bible calls Father God in heaven the Father of lights, because you are a child of the light, and you have become light and salt in your spheres of influence and metron of ministry. You are the light of the world right now. Jesus ascended, and he turned and he sat down but before he sat down he sent holy spirit into your life and you can live the ascended life while you're here on the earth galatians 5 25 says this it says if you live in the spirit come on now That's the ascended life. I'm living in the spirit. I'm living sitting in the throne room. I'm living seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness. I'm living as a co-heir with Christ Jesus. If I live in the spirit, I also have the dichotomy of being able to walk in the spirit. So my physical body can receive the manifestation 
of the spirit of God, my physical body can be clothed in the glory of God because I house the glory of God. My temple, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? Say, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So what we need to know is that we house the spirit of the living God. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my mortal body. Somebody say that out loud. The spirit of the sovereign Lord lives on the inside of me. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my mortal body. And if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my mortal body, that same spirit shall also quicken my mortal body. Out of my belly will flow rivers of living water. Out of my belly, out of my belly, not out of my belly, baton, out of my belly. And on my belly is where my spirit is. My spirit is the doorway to the supernatural. And how does the rivers of living water, the same spirit, the, the same living waters that flows underneath the throne of God right now is flowing on the inside of me and wants to flow up and out of me. Can you feel the anointing even right now as I'm speaking this? You should. You could receive the rivers of living water coming out of my gate. Psalms 24, 7 says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting door, and the King of glory shall come in. It is incumbent upon us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and the ones that house the spirit of the living God and the rivers of living water to allow them to flow and flood out of us every day. How do we do this? We do this by shando robodnongande. We do this by praising him him, exalting him, and our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We do this by rejoicing and giving thanksgiving to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit for everything that they're doing for us. We, we release the kingdom of God through our praise, through our declaration, and through us making demands on the very healing anointing, deliverance anointing, by us stepping in obedience, stepping out into obedience, the rivers begin to flood. Somebody say, I am a portable portal for the glory of God. Whenever I go, I decree and declare Something that the Lord would have me do, whether it's a praise, whether it's just releasing a good report or blessing or, or paying somebody a compliment by loving on somebody, by, by just stepping out in obedience and, 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 and you're going to get gooder and gooder at it. You're going to, you're going to be, uh, doing better and better at, at, releasing the kingdom of God, but you just got to take those steps of obedience and understand that you have more resources that you're not going to tap out, that you have more resources than you could use in 10 lifetimes, but they got to come out of you. So why am I starting here when I'm talking about the ascended life? I'm, I'm, call, I'm, I'm doing what is called reverse engineering. 
And the very first thing you need to understand is that everything was created by words. And you are creating your world by your words. And you have been creating your world by your words for years. And when Jesus stepped up, the word that became flesh, he spoke forth the very first words that were ever spoken. And and we see it in Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, the very first thing it says here is in the beginning, God created, somebody say the heavens and the earth. The heavens and the earth. God created the heavens and the earth. Not just the heaven, not just the the stars that we see or the atmosphere around the earth. He didn't just create that. He created the spiritual realm. He created everything. There was, there was no angel. There was no throne for him to preside upon before he stepped up and created it all by saying these words, let there be light. And there was light. Everything is made up out of words. Everything is made up out of words. And everything is held together by the same power of those words. So he was speaking what was in his heart, what was in the heart of the Father. The Father created, procreated himself, called himself Jesus. Jesus stood up and spoke forth and said, Light be, giving the potential of everything, the construct of everything. Jesus spoke things into existence that were in his imagination, in his dream. Why is the dream? Why am I labeling this wake up into your dream? Because the dream is where everything began and every, you must be able to articulate the dream. You got to see the dream. You got to imagine the dream so that you can speak the dream. And if you can speak the dream, you can have the manifestation of the dream. So we're talking about living the ascended life. And how do you do that? Well, we have to reverse engineer it and go all the way back to the beginning. And that's the imagination. It's what you can see. It's what you can see and what you can believe. If you can see it and you can speak it, you can have it. What are you longing for? I want to tell you, your hopes and your dreams are from God. Now, we measure everything against the word of God. So I did not just give you a carte blanche to go divorce your husband or to go marry this woman or, you know, nothing nefarious. But if, if it agrees with the word of God, like opening up a business or buying a home or being married or what, what, there are things that God 
have pre- has prepared for you, that he has given you longings for and, ge- and given you a craving to hope for. These are of God. Why do you want to save that, you know, that people group? Or why do you want to go there? You need to say, Lord God, I believe you put these desires in me. It's time to dream again. It's time to believe again. It's time to hope again. So I'm going to get into specifically about things about if you can see it, if you can have, if you can see it, you can have it. That your perception, your perceptions really are your reality. But you got to get your perceptions right because you have your perspective right. And you have to live from the third heaven. Don't be so wrapped up in second heaven warfare. And we got to take care of, you know, Putin. We got to take care of, you know, the 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 prime minister or the the president of Ukraine. We gotta we gotta know, and we gotta we gotta bind the principalities, and we gotta take you know take care of the strongholds. There, don't be so consumed about what is happening in the second heaven. You need to have not such a second heaven warfare mentality as much as you need to have a third heaven ascended life mentality reality. You don't need a second heaven warfare mentality. You need a third heaven perception reality. What is in heaven is what he wants here on earth. That's why he gets us to pray that every day. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what is so important about living the ascended life because when you come down instead of instead of trying to break through the the bronze skies of of brass and the gates of bronze you know to break and get an open heaven you need to know that you live in open heavens and that you as you are allowing your mind to be transformed and by the washing of the water of the word of god you're also fortifying your will to be able to stand in all things stand and you are sanctifying and perfecting your emotions so that you are not tossed to and fro every time a negative situation happens or you're not so captured in that moment of victory that you forget about the the long game. So I hope you enjoyed this teaser, this uh, beginning of of the teaching on the ascended life. Remember this, your perspective is everything because your perspective produces your perceptions And your perceptions become your reality because you will begin to meditate on what you're perceiving. When you meditate on what you're perceiving, you'll begin to conceive because you'll begin to speak about. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you, uh, your perceptions and how you see things and you begin to muse and mutter and meditate and you begin to conceive as you begin to speak forth what you have been meditating on, what you have been seeing. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, now faith is. So what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is your your hopes and your dreams? When you can see 
The, the, the whole purpose of hope is to sanct, is, is called your sanctified imagination. If you can, if you can imagine it, you can speak it. And if you can speak it, you can have it. Living the ascended life is living life from a third heaven perspective. Because when he died and rose again and ascended, when you began your journey of what Jesus did and you accepting what he did and you you were actually you actually died with him on the cross you actually were buried with him in the tomb you were actually resurrected to newness of life and you actually ascended with him and now you're seated in heavenly places and this is where this is what the ecclesia is all about ecclesia the church in Matthew chapter 16 we're going to get into that and uh, and he's building his church his ecclesia the ecclesia or his ecclesia are the are the ones that are called out called up filled up to so that they can rule and reign back down and release the kingdom of God which is righteousness peace and joy grace and truth throughout all the world in Jesus mighty name so stay tuned I think this is going to be an awesome series and it's going to help a lot of people refocus, recalibrate because whatever has your attention, whatever has it has you and, and, and your viewing from their perspective will become your perception and your perception will become your reality. So what are you perceiving? What are you looking into? What are you gazing into? What are you beholding? You, write this one down to remember this one. Your gaze will determine your days. And we're going to walk that all out over the next several weeks. I love you. Thank you for paying attention. Please go on. Give me some five stars. This was an, inc- an amazing podcast. You cannot say it wasn't. It was awesome. <laughs> you, you need to go over this. You need to glean from this. And then uh, listen to it again. But then please make a comment. Can you send this out to your friends? Get them to download it. The more downloads I get, the the greater audience I get. And, And we can get the good news out together and we can train these people and we can give them a better perspective so that they'll have a better perception so that they'll live a greater, more victorious life. Amen. Go to my website, www.barrymiracle.ca, or if you remember this easier, it's uh, www.wakeupintoyourdream.com. I have lots of uh, material on there. I have the word for the Lord for this year, right back to 2011, I think. And uh, so that's like 11 years of of prophetic words I have on my website there. Every year I I bring out a word and and sometimes I bring out two because I bring out another one on Rosh Hashanah. But yeah, so make, and if you want to, you can sow a seed into this. This does, I have to, this costs me over $6,000 every year to produce these uh, podcasts, the 52 podcasts that I'm putting out. Um, they don't pay me to do this. I pay them so that I could sit on their platform. So if you desire to sow a significant seed or whatever you feel like sowing, please, if you find this valuable, please sow into our lives so that we can continue to cause people to wake up. And Love you guys so much. And until next week, thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. 
My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.